Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. There are many phrases used to describe our salvation. Born again, set free, lost, now found, and saved are a few. Why so many phrases? Through faith in Jesus, everything changes. And each of these expressions reveal an aspect of our regeneration. Today on Drawing Near, we learn more of what Jesus accomplished through his death, burial, and resurrection. While in our sin we were dead to God and devoid of spiritual life, but trusting in Jesus changes that. Please take your Bible and turn to Colossians chapter 2 and join me for Alive in Christ. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you for the wonder of salvation. Through faith in Jesus Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection, we are changed. We are regenerated. You take a bad, sinful heart, and you fill it with the righteousness of Christ. You fill us with the Holy Spirit, and you enable us, Father, to be more of what you want us to be. Though we are still trapped in this sinful body, you continue to work out our sanctification in Christ. Help us, Father, to understand more deeply what it is to be saved, born again, alive in Christ. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In Colossians chapter 2, verses 13, 14, and 15, Paul continues to emphasize all that Jesus has done and accomplished through his death, burial, and resurrection. In verse 13, he says, When you were dead in your transgressions and uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive together with him, having forgiven all your transgressions. The key word in verse 13 is transgression. A transgression is when we have trespassed, violated, gone against a law or a decree. We have failed in what we were called to do. We are told in verse 13 that when we were dead in our transgressions, we were in the midst of our transgressions, we were in the midst of our sinfulness and rebellion against God, transgressing his laws, so we were dead by reason of our transgressions and the uncircumcision of our flesh. We were still in our flesh. We were still coated and covered in these foul works against God. When we were still dead in our transgressions and uncircumcision of our flesh, he made us, he made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all our transgressions. Now notice in verse 13, it points out that our transgressions, our sins against God, resulted in our being spiritually dead before him, dead to God, not alive to him. We may be physically alive walking around on this earth, Like so many people who are still in their sin, they are dead to God, but they're alive physically. Spiritually, we were dead in our transgressions and the uncircumcision of our flesh. But notice how we come to spiritual life in Christ. He made you alive together with him. As Jesus Christ dies on the cross and is buried, he represents physically and spiritually our spiritual deadness. 
And when Jesus resurrects from the dead, conquering sin, death, and the grave, through faith in him, God makes us alive together with him. We do not make ourselves alive. No one else makes us alive. It is God who makes us alive together with Jesus Christ. We are crucified with Christ. We are buried with Christ. We are raised to new life with Jesus Christ and in Jesus Christ. He does this work. And he does this work because what Jesus Christ did on the cross enables us to have forgiveness of all of our transgressions. Now notice, we're not forgiven of some of our transgressions. Faith in Jesus Christ results in total forgiveness, a complete pardon. We are completely forgiven of all of our transgressions. Verse 14 goes on and says, Having canceled out the certificate of death consisting of decrees against us, which was hostile to us. In other words, there was a body of evidence against us, a certificate of debt. We had violated, we had sinned, we had transgressed, and we had this certificate, this warrant that said that we were dead and we owed God and we could not pay our debt. And God has canceled out this certificate of debt. He has canceled out our indebtedness to him altogether, along with the decrees, along with all of that which was hostile or evidence against us. The Bible says God did this, and it is God who has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. As Jesus, the perfect, righteous, holy sacrifice, was nailed to the cross, bearing our sin, our guilt, and our shame, God nails our indebtedness, our transgressions, the certificate of debt to the cross with Jesus. And as Jesus comes down on the cross and is buried and resurrected, all of that is canceled out for those who trust in Christ. Then in verse 15, we see something else that happens as a result of Jesus' resurrection. Verse 15 says, When he had disarmed the rulers and authorities, He made a public display of them, having triumphed over them through him. God disarms the rulers and authorities. Not only are all of these things we've been looking at for the past few studies applied to us through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, but we've seen a few times already that the powers, the rulers, the authorities are defeated through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. They have no power. That's the idea of they're disarmed. Their power has been taken away. They have no more weapons. God disarms the rulers and authorities. Satan does not have power over Christians, followers of Christ. We need to nail that down in our thinking. We are not subject to him. He may be able to tempt us to sin, but he cannot afflict us any longer. We belong to God. He cannot drag us away from him. We are secured in Jesus Christ. The rulers and authorities are disarmed by God, and God makes them a public display. He mocks them through the death, burial, and resurrection. He reveals them for what they really are. They are powerless to accomplish anything that God does not allow them to accomplish. They are exposed because God has triumphed over them through Jesus Christ. This is important for us to understand. The cross and the resurrection of Christ is very important for our salvation, but it is also very important 
critical for God's victory over those who rebelled against him prior to our creation. The fallen angels and Satan are defeated through the death, burial, and resurrection. That's already done. So when Jesus says on the cross, it is finished, he is saying, I have paid this debt in full. I've done everything the Father wants me to do. And I have brought about complete and total victory for the Father and exposed all of his enemies. We need to understand, sinners who choose to reject Jesus Christ are exposed as well. They think they have life apart from Christ. They think they know better than God. They think they have a wisdom, a worldly wisdom. They deny the existence of God or the need for Christ. They will be exposed by all of the sin and the ravages of sin in their life and by God's eternal condemnation of their sinfulness and rejection of Jesus. All those who reject Christ, all of those who are enemies of God, will be exposed, disarmed. They will be made a public display because God has triumphed over sin, death, and the grave, and all those who long to steal, kill, and destroy in rebellion against God. Father in heaven, I thank you for the victory that we have in Jesus Christ. We thank you that he has brought about victory over sin, victory over death, victory over the grave, and he has rooted us in heaven, in eternal life. We will spend eternity glorifying you and your Son and your Spirit for the marvelous work of salvation and regeneration, for the righteousness you bring to our lives. We will also rejoice over your great victory over all of your enemies. Father, I pray that we would continue to bear witness to the saving grace of Jesus Christ so more people will be saved. Father, but above all, we want you to be honored and glorified in all that you do in our lives. May we, Father, point people to you in glorifying you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.